the Enhanced Lead and Learning Podcast, lifting you higher so you can lead the way. Don't forget to give me a follow on Instagram at scotty4dwellness to keep up to date with the latest developments in dimensional well-being. Also drop me a private message if you're interested in how I can help you lift your leadership higher and help you along your journey. Ciao for now. Welcome to episode number six of the Enhanced Leading Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Scotty 4D, and today's episode is all about leading by treating yourself. Yeah, that's right, you heard me. Treat yourself. Come on, it's Christmas soon. <laughs> if you um, check out my latest Instagram post at Scotty 4D Wellness, you'll see that I've uploaded um, a couple of posts to do with this phrase in English to give yourself a treat, to treat yourself. And um, as you know that I'm a Spanish speaker as well, and constantly um, I'm, I'm thinking between the two languages. It's, it's a case that, well, I don't only think in the two languages, but I also dream in the two languages. And quite often I will struggle and find it difficult to um, think of a translation for a particular phrase or a concept in English, okay? And this is the beauty of learning a different language. When you begin to think in that language, it's almost as if you you park your mother tongue to the side um, and you forget where you've left your car. <laughs> and that also people happens to me a lot. Um, in fact, it happened the other day when I, instead of walking 10 minutes to my garage, it was raining and I found a space just right outside my house. What did I do the following morning? I walked to my garage 10 minutes and I forgot where I left my car. Anyway, I digress back to the analogy okay learning another language begin to think in that language and I think I said that in a previous podcast about verbal agility Um, however what is the disadvantage of this golden piece of advice that I've just given you well the major disadvantage is that sometimes you you can't think of uh, in inverted commas a translation why am I saying it in inverted commas because we shouldn't always be translating word for word, okay? That is a major error. Translation is a skill and an art form in itself. And I take my hats off to the professionals that study years and years and and train so hard to be translators. But we, as language learners, um, should never think of the idea of pure translation. Oh, how do you say this in in English, this word? Or what's this word in Spanish or Italian? No. so the drawbacks, the, the disadvantages of this is you, your brain has a, a block, a brain freeze. Whilst you may understand the concept, okay, and in future podcasts I'm going to talk to you about conceptual learning and leading by thinking about ideas, visions and, and concepts rather than um, focusing on, on, on one eye, on one, uh, well, One way of thinking, shall we say. Sorry, I'm having a brain freeze because I'm thinking in Spanish. (laughs) And that is a good example, people, of what happens. My brain was uh, about to give out some Spanish words um, instead of English. Anyway, the word in Spanish that I was thinking of, capricho, 
Okay, and I uploaded a, an Instagram post about this. Capriccioso, un capriccio. Date un capriccio. Give yourself uh, literally a caprice. There is a word, caprice. Okay, um, but it just doesn't have the same translation. That's why you've got to be careful as well. So what is this treating yourself? Okay, and that's the translation that I've come up with or the nearest accurate way of communicating what this concept means, okay? So in Spanish, they talk about, and I, I suppose in other languages as well, um, but they talk about un capricho. And um, I'm just gonna run through you the many other ways that we could express this concept, okay? If you are tempted and if you are one of those early stage um, learners of English who really need to hug on to the dictionary, that's fine. Okay, the dictionary, I'm, I'm, I'm not anti-dictionary, I'm not anti-direct translations. I'm just saying that to become more proficient and advanced that we do need to um, let the dictionary go. It's like seeing your little, um, little baby off to nursery and then your child off to school and then off to university at some point, you know, we've got to let the dictionary go. Um, the dictionary will tell you quite happily and quite rightly so that un capriccio in English is a whim. A whim. W-H-I-M. And capriccioso is whimsical. Okay? W-H-I-M I-S-C-A-L <laughs> It's a think there. But the fact that, again, I had to think just goes to prove my next point. We don't use those words. Okay, and when I say we, I'm meaning um, people my age, I'm 33 years old, okay? Never in my lifetime, in my group of friends, has the word whimsical come out of my mouth or whim, okay? It's what I consider a very nana phrase, an old lady phrase, okay? And I don't mean that old ladies use the word whim or whimsical, um, irrespective of the fact that whimsical, again, is not capriccioso, it just has different connotations, okay? But the dictionary will tell you that is that. So when people say to me, yes, it's good, they know what capriccio is in English, it's whim. Yeah, congratulations, because the dictionary's told you that, my lovely, but, um, it's actually living the language and, and, and leading um, from within that you get to realize that um, we've got to explore different avenues and that's what I'm gonna help you do right now. Okay, so first of all, we have, as I've said, to treat yourself, to give yourself a treat. Um, we can also say to be in for a treat. Now, this idea of a treat, it just makes us feel absolutely buzzing, okay? Um, we feel energized, we feel good about ourselves. Yes, there is an element of should I? Should I be treating myself? Should I be investing both money and time in this capricho, as they would say in Spanish? But it's a treat. It's something that you perhaps know that you deserve but don't recognize and you don't fully appreciate that what you have achieved or what you have done or what you have been through, you deserve that treat, okay? A treat is that, a nice little something to make you feel good, okay? Um, and we could also call it a guilty pleasure, all right? 
although the options that I'm going to explore with you, some have more positive and some have uh, more negative connotations, but negative from the point of view of society. Okay, so that second phrase, to be a guilty pleasure or to have a guilty pleasure. Well, why the fact? Why are we using the word guilty and pleasure? It's what we call a, a paradox, okay? The two are contradictory. It's because um, either somebody in our life, be it parents, schools, friends, society, tells us, no, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't eat that last slice of chocolate cake. No, we shouldn't give up our, our Fiat Punto and invest in... I don't know, a Ferrari, <laughs> as an extreme example. Um, no, you know, you've, you, you, you shouldn't deviate from your meal plan diet and have that uh, hamburger. Well, why not? You know, we feel guilty about it. And again, I, you know, I'm not a psychologist and in future episodes I will team up with a very good friend of mine who is a psychologist to give us some more um, ideas about why we feel this. But linguistically, we've got to look after ourselves because this phrase exists and we say it and I can't get rid of it. And I'm not going to say to you, don't use it just because I personally feel that it has negative connotations. Use it. It exists. But just be aware of what you're doing to yourself by saying, oh, it's a guilty pleasure, comma. I shouldn't, but I am. Well, just go for it. Just just go for it. If you recognize that you deserve it, then there should be no element of guilt. There should be all element of pleasure, okay? Um, so to have a treat, to go all out is what we also say, okay? Just do it, to go, to go all out, to splash out as well, okay? This is usually referred to in terms of money, okay? When you spend something, okay? Because un capriccio, the concept of un capriccio, to treat yourself, a treat doesn't necessarily have to be to do with spending money. It could also be investing time. Go and treat yourself. You've done six days at the gym. Have a day off. Treat yourself. And depending on the situation, you could use it ironically or in a serious way. Okay. Uh, to pamper yourself. Mm, again, the word pamper. P-A-M-P-E-R. Uh, is usually associated with a luxury or or, or or some sort of treat that involves looking after your physical well-being. For example, like going to a spa or having a massage. Um, but again, to pamper yourself, depending on how you interpret that, that could be anything that makes you feel energised and good. Um, to indulge. To indulge. And we add the preposition to indulge in. We all have indulgences. We all indulge in something. Um, it's part of life. It's part of our human um, necessities, shall we say. Uh, because without indulgences, without the ability to indulge, we we kind of then don't have that overall well-being and wellness about us. Okay, We need to spoil ourselves. So to spoil yourselves. Um, stop giving yourself a hard time. Okay? another phrase go on a rampage now this has got quite strong connotations when we go on a rampage okay it means that we're consistently giving ourselves these caprichos okay we're consistently giving ourselves these treats 
possibly to an excessive level, okay? So that's the element of uh, negativity in, in that phrase, rampage. And again, depending on who is saying it, how it's said and, and, and in what context, okay? To binge out on, again, the same binge out on. Um, I'm, I'm binging out this weekend on Netflix, okay? Just means that you're, you're, you're not doing anything else but taking time for yourself, okay? But if you were to binge out on alcohol or, or fast food, then again, perhaps that takes on a more negative connotation. To spend lavishly or to live lavishly. This expression, um, these expressions, sorry, usually come from somebody else making judgments about your caprichos, okay? So again, there's a slightly negative undertone to that phrase. Um, about the word lavish because from a society point of view we we resent people having a lavish and extravagant uh usually associated with money okay to be naughty and this one is not a negative phrase like you would think to be naughty to be bad um when we say oh i'm naughty i'm going to have a pizza tonight or i'm naughty i skipped the gym today oh i'm naughty i didn't i didn't do my homework always do your homework <laughs> but there are times where you need a capriccio and you need to treat yourself and we, we often say oh I was naughty and okay uh, and in that context we understand that naughty is actually a, a very positive thing for your well-being uh, to cave into okay a cave um, in a mountain okay formed by rocks uh, and when we cave in it means the cave collapses in and we can't, can't resist it any longer okay because of our because of our inner desire to indulge and to treat ourselves okay so it's a basic need and then coming to, uh, to the dictionary definition of a whim we do actually use this in an expression to go out on a whim um, to to do it on a whim mm, means you do it without thinking and you do it with um, pleasure and fun and um, similarly another expression is to go out on a limb a limb is a part of your body okay um, and both of those uh, signify that you you are being sporadic spontaneous but you have you have that pleasure in doing it you're not doing it because somebody has forced you to do it In a separate podcast following on from this episode, if you are interested in um, hearing all about my thoughts and reflections and analysis on a beautiful poem called Farmhand by James K. Baxter, which talks about and deals with um, the issues of caprichos and treating yourself and vices and, and being trapped between two worlds, not knowing how to lead from within and lead on the outside then then tune into that episode because i've just recently taught it to my year 11s uh, in school ready for their their summer examination and it made me realize just actually how how deep and and, and touching that the words are in terms of making us um appreciate what we need to achieve in terms of working hard, and in this case, it's, it's represented by working on hard on a farm, but also the 
the treats, the caprichos, the vices, the whims, the the, the indulgences that we have, um, and, and where do we fit between them? Um, okay, do we fit in one or do we belong in another? So if you're interested in finding out a little bit more about that poem, then stay tuned for the following podcast. And that brings me back to some um, some reflections that I I have jotted down whilst preparing this podcast, all to do with leading from within, uh, in order to lead inspiringly from the the out, and it's it's linked back to the the theme of this um, this episode today about treating yourself. And um, one of the things that I like to remind myself, but more other people, which then helps me to remind myself if that makes sense okay because sometimes it's easier to help other people and to to motivate and to inspire others um but then it's automatically reflected back and you think wow if others are listening to you and and doing what you're advising them really mm, eat your own words type thing and um i often say to what my methods of teaching and and interacting with with my students come from the the idea of um, don't be afraid to go out on a limb okay because it's where all the fruit is one of my mottos and messages for my um, my year 12 students in, in, in my international baccalaureate class is only for the brave is this concept of bravery which and again in a future podcast I will talk about ways that we can lead and expressions that we use to do with bravery but um, at the core of my teaching is this idea of don't be afraid to go out on a limb okay and remember a limb is a part of your body and when you go out on a limb a single part of your body means you've got nothing else to lose you've lost them all (laughs) so just go for it because out there in the big wide open it's where all the fruit is also mm, another pillar of my teaching philosophy is all about be all in or get all out because there really is no halfway point and um, another expression to do with treating yourself from within to be able to then light up the the path for other people is an expression in English which is all guns blazing. Now, there are two ways that we can look at this expression, all guns blazing. Blazing comes from the image of a fire, um, but a fire spreading very quickly uh, in a certain place. That's the idea of a blaze, okay? Both the sound and the image. And guns blazing is the, the ammunition, the bullets blazing, firing away. And quite often you will hear this expression in English referring to people who are very angry, who are very frustrated, agitated, and they do something, they approach a situation when they go in with all guns blazing. In other words, they have their guns in their pocket and they are ready to fire relentlessly without thinking, without realizing what what they're feeling. 
in the inside is, is coming out on the outside. So we, we say that to go in all guns blazing. But the way I like to turn this around in my teaching and, and again with my, my personal self because I, I am also guilty of, of being a human and reacting instantly, taking out the guns and, and not thinking um, before reacting. So one way to turn that phrase around is instead of don't go in with all guns blazing, go out with all guns blazing. Go out uh, and show the world what you what you're capable of doing. Um, and equally, to teach you uh, another meaning of the word guns in English, colloquially, we do refer to guns as being your biceps, that you work hard in the gym to grow and grow and grow. We call them your guns, okay? Because they're like your bullets firing away. The bigger your biceps are, the bigger the guns that you have. And again, with this expression and this meaning, although it doesn't originally mean that, but again, you can interpret it that way. If your guns are blazing, so think of the emoticon, the, the emoji of the arm and the biceps bulging, and the, the big biceps, well, you, you've got yeah, that inner strength to create the outer strength to, to, to really inspire others and to show them how strong you are. And then that, that's what I would like to leave you with, with, with the idea of don't let people treat you, treat you like their vice, like a cigarette, okay? Um, don't let people treat you like a cigarette when they only use you when they're bored or they're craving attention and then they step on you when, when they're done and they, they move on to the next packet. Instead, be a drug. Be a drug and let them die for you. Let them depend on you and the, the effect that they have on your body, okay? The, the rush, the, the excitement, the euphoria, okay? Um, and that all comes down to, first of all, giving yourself a treat, giving yourself some me time. Having me time within to be able to show the world the greater leader that you are on the out and that you can achieve it okay so five key takeaways from this episode um the idea of treating yourself okay the idea of um, creating work for yourself to show that you are a grafter to show that you you are passionate about wanting to achieve something but also that you're also a normal human being trapped in two different worlds. Do I work hard, work harder, and feel guilty about having these little pleasures? Um, resent myself for um, indulging, splashing out, binging, pampering? Or should I just go out on a limb and live my life um, looking for the fruit, looking for the rewards, not being um, locked inside, but just going all out and with those guns blazing and showing the world the the power of um of the inner on the outer okay hope you've enjoyed and i will catch you again another time ciao for now